happening this week on your favorite soap opera. It's time to talk about all the daytime drama on Soap Central Live with Dan J. Kroll. Get ready for the latest soap news, scoops, and recaps. Now, here's Dan. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Soap Central Live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll, broadcasting to you live from a tightrope way high, about 10 inches above the floor of my bathroom. Okay, so maybe it's not. I'm just getting all sort of caught in that excitement of this big daredevil Niagara Falls walk that's going to be coming up on television tonight. So you'll forgive me if I'm a little giddy. But I'm also giddy about some other stuff because, of course, we're going to be talking about Anything and everything soap on the show today. Why? Well, because in case you haven't joined us in the past two and a half years, that's what we do every day, every Friday, I should say, at the same time, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, here on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. This week, though, we are going to take a look at one particular aspect of our favorite soaps, and that's the daytime Emmys. The daytime Emmys are now, as of this broadcast, just a week and a day away. That means that in eight days, we'll be on the red carpet. We'll be bringing you live interviews with your favorite daytime stars. There'll be photos. And we're going to have some special announcements about who you can expect to see on the red carpet with me and the rest of the SoapCentral.com gang coming up a little bit later in the show. We're going to have to uh, prolong the excitement just a little bit because one of our special guests is actually still on set working. So we're hoping that she, there's a clue for you, hoping that she'll be able to call in very, very shortly. If not, I'm going to have to make the announcement without her, uh, but I guarantee you it'll still be a lot of fun. There's also someone else coming up later in the hour who will also be joining us on the red carpet. It's going to be a, a lot of surprises, a lot of special guests this year. Hopefully, we're going to make this the best daytime Emmy coverage on SoapCentral.com that you've ever seen and maybe that you've seen anywhere on the Internet. Uh, one of the things that you guys should know is that the daytime Emmys will be broadcast this year. I know there was a lot of discussion over the past couple of months that maybe they wouldn't be on the air. Well, they are. They're going to be on HLN, which some of you may still know as Headline News. You'll have to check the local listings in your area to find out exactly what channel it is in your area. But we've made it a little easier for you. If you go to SoapCentral.com, we have a banner at the top of the page that says that HLN will broadcast daytime Emmys. If you click there, we're giving you a link to find out how you can easily find out. Just enter in your zip code, and you'll be able to know what channel HLN airs in your area and on your particular cable system. So that's very exciting. It'll be very easy for you guys to be able to do that. Of course, while you're there, you can also check out everything in our Daytime Emmy headquarters. We've got all of this year's nominees. We've got the reels, the episodes that they submitted in order to be able to be eligible for Daytime Emmys, the reels that were judged by others in the Academy. And, of course, those are what decide this year's Daytime Emmy winners. I've seen every single one. Let me tell you, it was not a very happy year in terms of Daytime Emmys. It seems that everybody who submitted a reel, it was almost all about dead children. And, of course, that's not exactly a, a feel-good thing. But after I got done with all of them, there were some uh, one or two light moments. And I was able to put together a list of my predictions of who I think is going to win a daytime Emmy. We're going to be talking more about daytime Emmy predictions coming up in the second half of the show with Jamie Giddens and Jillian Bowe from Daytime Confidential. They'll have their thoughts on who they think 
are going to win, and I'm looking forward to it because I have a feeling that they will, uh, they won't be holding anything back. Whereas maybe uh, I'll try to be some, uh, a little more diplomatic. They're going to let me know exactly how they feel, and of course we love them for that. And I look forward to that in the second half of the show. Uh, there are also complete predictions from the SoapCentral.com gang at SoapCentral.com slash Emmys. You can find out all of this year's nominations there and then go through, find out what the clips were, review the recaps, even check out episodes, and then find out why each of our experts picked who they think will win. We've got some other daytime Emmy news that is just breaking as we're coming on the air. I've got a list of some of this year's confirmed presenters. There's quite a lot, and I'm going to go through them. I think they're alphabetical here. We've got Christian Alfonso from Days of Our Lives, Anderson Cooper, who has the whole HLN-CNN sort of uh, connection there. He also has his own daytime talk show. Someone that I'm actually looking forward to seeing. I don't know how this is going to work, and I don't know if he's going to be bringing any special guests with him, but Jack Hanna, the infamous uh, zoo... Expert, uh, I can't think of exactly where he's at for which zoo he's stationed in, but hopefully he'll be bringing some animals to the daytime Emmys. I think that could be kind of fun, maybe. I mean, as long as they're not anything dangerous uh, and that'll come and eat me on the red carpet. I think he's from the, the Columbus Zoo. Thanks for one of our uh, SoapCentral.com followers on Twitter out there. So that should be a lot of fun. You know what? If you guys don't think that... He should bring animals. I'd be interested in hearing that on Twitter as well. Some of the other folks who are going to be there are Rachel Ray. You know her from her many television shows that she has. Carol Spinney, who is the man behind Big Bird and Oscar the Grouch. She's also a Lifetime Achievement Award winner. And, you know, maybe for just the kid in us, I'm sort of really looking forward to seeing him and being able to talk to him and, and of course, maybe get an interview with Big Bird or the Snuffleupagus or whomever else might be there. We also have the cast of The Doctors from All My Children. For all my children fans who are still missing the show, we have Melissa Claire Egan, who's a nominee as Annie. Darnell Williams will also be there. And a former All My Children star who's now in General Hospital, Maurice Bernard. We also will have the Food Network stars from some of their shows that'll be there. I know that maybe you guys aren't too, you more want more of a soap connection on that, but I'm just letting you know everybody who's going to be there. We also have from Days of Our Lives, Matthew Ashford, Molly Burnett, Crystal Chappelle, who's now on The Bold and the Beautiful as well, Shelley Hennig and Peter Reckle from One Life to Live, Erica Slazak and Robert S. Woods, who are both nominees this year. From General Hospital, Bradford Anderson, Finola Hughes, and Anthony Geary. Uh, it will be interesting to see if they pair Finola Hughes and Tony Geary as presenters together on the show, since for those of you who are watching General Hospital know that there appears to be something going on between Luke and Anna. Should be a very interesting uh, sort of tease there. From The Bold and the Beautiful, John McCook, Heather Tom, and Jacqueline McInnes-Wood. They're all nominees this year. The Young and the Restless's Elizabeth Hendrickson and Crystal Khalil will also be there. Um, there's someone who's going to be there who's not a, nom a nominee this year, isn't a presenter, but she is going to be part of our big daytime Emmy coverage on SoapCentral.com. She's someone who I think all of you are very familiar with. She's been a guest here on the show before. She's in Las Vegas right now and may or may not be 
uh, well, may or not have enjoyed herself there a little bit too much. Let's bring her on. Former All My Children star, Chriselle Staus. Chriselle, welcome to Soap Central Live. She what? There you are. Hi, Chriselle. How are you? Hi, I'm great. Thanks for having me. Well, you know, we might as well let everybody know. I, you were gracious enough. I extended uh, an invitation to you to be part of SoapCentral.com's Emmy coverage with a, a unique angle, something that you're very passionate about. You're going to discuss fashion with us. I cannot wait because, listen, I can't do a lot of things well, but that is on the list of maybe two things that I can do. So I'm very excited. I can't wait. I, I look forward to that every year to see what people are going to wear and, you know, what the trends are for that year. And, you know, I'm sure Dan will have a few cocktails. We'll be having fun. It's going to be great. You must know something I don't. I don't drink. Are you going to try to ply me with alcohol and, and get me well, to say things I wouldn't Dan, normally that's say? that's the thing. You haven't hung out with me yet, so you don't drink unless you hang out with me, and then it becomes kind of... You know, just something that happens. I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember this being in the rider. I don't remember there being any alcohol requirement. <laughs> uh, yeah, I put it in my contract. I put it in my contract. You have to do a shot with me after each segment. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, so let's, since we're going to be apparently saying whatever comes to our mind after these shots, what is it that you're going to look for? What do you look for when you see the, the people on the red carpet? What makes a successful look? Well, you know, I think the number one key to it, to any outfit, is confidence. Because if somebody comes out looking crazy, we've all seen it with the Helen Bonham Carter and everything. But if you just rock it and you have confidence, it's like you can all, like Lady Gaga, it's like some people can almost pull off anything. But, you know, that, so that's the number one key. If you're going to be on that carpet, like rock it no matter what. And then other than that, I would just say, you know, you want to, you know, there are certain trends, certain people I know are going to show up. Um, probably, you know, going with certain trends this year. We've seen a lot of navy. We've seen a lot of neon pops in, in accents and things like that. So, you know, I'm excited to see, you know, and every year don't you think, like, people show up and you don't really know what the trend is going to be, and then you see all of a sudden, for some reason, everybody came in, like, white dresses or everybody mm-hmm. came in red dresses, you know. So I think it'll be interesting to see kind of um, what everybody, you know, ends up coming in and, and this is our one year, like, this is the year that um, everybody gets to come and look amazing and look fabulous, and it's a great celebration of, a great celebration of, so, sorry, I, I have had a couple of mojitos, so I'm trying to speak but yeah, um, I think it's going to be fun. I'm just excited that you said navy is apparently one of the in colors, because I will be wearing navy this year. Very excited. I may actually be in style for once in the past 17 years. Look at you. You are on trend, Dan. I like it. I'm very excited. So just as a tease, since we're talking about what the fashions are, do you have a rough idea of what you might be wearing? I mean, we're just about a week out. It's kind of crunch time. I do. I actually am in Vegas now. I thought I knew what I was going to wear. And I just came back from, I I just actually bought a dress, and I'm so excited. I love it. It's from Roberto Cavalli, and so I'm excited. I I don't, yeah, I don't want to give the whole thing away, but it's it's so me, but yet it's, it's, it's great. I can't wait. I'm super excited. Well, for folks out there who want to check out some of your fashion sense, we've put together a fashion retrospective of all of your red carpet looks going back to, I think, 2006. So oh, my God. Go that and- could be really, 
really bad. <laughs> I thought they were. I thought that they were all great. I thought that they were. They were wonderful. So folks oh, can go and check this out. Well, you live and you learn. So if there are a few mistakes in there. You know, listen, everyone judge gently, as I'm sure we will do when we're talking. You know, we're not out there to scare anybody. This is all for fun. Everybody's out there to feel good about themselves, and you know, it, it, that's that's the best part. Fashion is all about fun. You can't take it too seriously. Oh, good, because that was what I was going to ask you as one of my, my final questions for you is, are you going to be Joan Rivers or are you <laughs> going to be something on the other side? You know, I think it's one of those things where, you know, you don't, if somebody says everything's amazing, like Paula Abdul or Jennifer Lopez <laughs> as a judge, like you don't really respect what they're saying. So you don't want, you know, you want their true opinion to come through but you also don't want someone that's just rude because also a lot of these people are my friends. So I would never, I would never be outwardly rude or anything like that. But if somebody is just completely crazy and off the cuff, I mean, they probably knew they were kind of crazy when they put that dress on. So <laughs> maybe it's okay to kind of be like, wow, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, I, you know what? Honestly, we'll just have to play it out and see how it goes. But I definitely think I'm going to try and uh, walk the line on that one. Well, there went uh, any hope of getting Paula Abdul or J-Lo on the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I know. You know what? They weren't available, so you got me instead, all right? <laughs> and it's a much better choice. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you. <laughs> well, I know I'm not going to take away from your vacation. We've, you've got to rest because you're resting Ooh. up for the big daytime Emmys. That's what you're you're doing in Vegas this weekend. <laughs> of course, um, of course. <laughs> So I want to thank you so much for being a part of this. I'm looking forward to seeing you on the red carpet. And then, of course, for our post-show fashion dish to sort of see what you're thinking and what the trends were and all that other stuff. I think it should be a lot of fun. And I know that it'll be something that fans will really, really enjoy. Absolutely. Anytime. I'm so looking forward to it. Thanks, Chriselle. Okay, bye, guys. Bye. We are going to take a quick break. We're going to see if we can round up our other very special guest who's going to be part of our daytime Emmy coverage. If not, I'm going to have to spill the beans without her. So let's take a quick break. We'll be back with more of Soap Central Live in just about two minutes. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, so fans, are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, soap fans have looked no further than SoapCentral.com. Every day, SoapCentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews, or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. 
Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. are tuned in today with Soap Central Live starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at soapcentral.com. Now, back to our stories. All my children joined us and announced that she'll be doing our red carpet fashion extravaganza, expose, whatever you want to call it. It'll be a lot of fun. We're also going to be joined by someone who unfortunately is not able to be on the show today. She had planned to be here. She wanted to be here, but she was called to set. Of course, she had the entire day where she could possibly be working, and the time that they needed her was right during our show here at 6 p.m. on the East Coast, 3 p.m. on the West Coast. And that person is someone who is on General Hospital. She's been on this show before. It's Haley Poulos, who plays Molly. She's going to be joining us to interview some of our favorite soap stars on the red carpet. And I figured that since so many of this year's nominees are from General Hospital, who better to really get to interview and get to know these stars than someone who is part of the General Hospital cast. And in case you're wondering, Haley does have uh, quite an extensive experience with awards. She's a four-time Young Artist Award winner, three for General Hospital and one for an appearance that she made in primetime. So this, as far as I know, will be the first time that she is on the other side of the camera and the microphone. So she'll be, again, she'll be interviewing all of your favorite General Hospital stars. She'll also be chatting with some of the other stars from other soaps. I'll be there as well, just like every year. We'll be talking to anybody who runs down the red carpet. And, you know, if you checked out some of the video coverage of SoapCentral.com's Emmy coverage last year, and you can do that at any time at SoapCentral.com slash Emmys, you'll know that you never know who's going to be wandering up. I was talking to Stephen Nichols last year on the red carpet, and as he and I were chatting, Pat Sajak just sort of wandered over and and strong-armed his way in and started doing the interview. It turned out that Pat Sajak had done a guest appearance on Days of Our Lives a bunch of years ago, so he knew exactly what was going on, and he sort of jumped right in, didn't miss a beat, and I was so happy to be able to talk to him because you have to figure that a lot of times – Folks who aren't soap-oriented may not think that we're interested in talking to them. And for the most part, that's not true. I'm sure there are at least one or two shows that soap fans can think of where they want nothing to do with any of the folks who are involved with those shows. But we won't go there. This is still a a little bit of a celebration uh, of all things daytime. So let me give you the rest of the list of some of the presenters since I, I zoomed through when we had Chriselle on the line. We can also expect Sean Blakemore, who is a nominee for General Hospital. Uh, we've got some other folks from Sesame Street. We've got the talk show host of The Talk, 
Wayne Brady will be there. He seems to be a fixture. He's a, he's a good person to call to for award shows since he's very much able to improv, do things on the fly. He's very funny. Uh, you know, he, he's the host of Let's Make a Deal Right Now. And as I mentioned, we'll also see an appearance from Oscar the Grouch. That actually might be kind of fun. He reminds me of someone. I'm not entirely sure who, but that whole, the grumpy demeanor reminds me of somebody, uh, somebody who had pretty special. But one of the other awards that's being given out is going to be the Lifetime Achievement Award. And it's going this year to Bill Getty, who's the executive producer of The View. Hey, the award will be presented to him by Barbara Walters. So that should be a very interesting, uh, segment. Again, it's, it's someone, who's affiliated with daytime. Not every award on the daytime Emmys is going to be soap related. And in fact, there are a lot of other awards that are going to be given out during the telecast. And for the first time, there's going to be an in-memoriam tribute. Uh, they may have done those many, many, many moons ago. But of course, when they start cutting things to make sure the show doesn't run long and to put in as many commercials as they needed to, to be able to, monetize the daytime Emmy telecast, they cut some things. So I'm looking forward to the In Memoriam tribute. I sort of feel that it should be retroactive and they should put in everyone who we've lost in daytime who did not get a fitting tribute over the past, say, 10 years or so. Other categories that will be on, fortunately, all of the major categories are still going to be a part of the show. The lead actress, lead actor, supporting actress, supporting actor, drama series, writing, directing. And there was at one point some talk that the younger actor and actress categories were going to be scrapped from the telecast to save time. They were going to move them over to the creative arts, which is not telecast. But there's been some reconsideration of that. And in fact, that will be on the telecast. So you won't be able to, if you're pulling for someone for any of the eight wonderful younger performers who are nominated, you'll be able to tune in and see who wins. Should be, you know, actually, it's very interesting that they decided to do that because for me, the younger actor and younger actress categories are probably the closest battles, at least in my head. Uh, I could be completely wrong, but we're going to talk about that so we can get some other perspectives on that with two of our guests who are joining us for the second half of the show. One of them is on the line, so I figured let's bring him on. He's very popular on Twitter and Facebook and, of course, on the site which he is affiliated with. It is Daytime Confidential. But more than just being able to talk about soaps, I sort of admire Jamie for being able to do the other aspect and cover pop culture. And, great, Jillian is on the line as well. So let's just cut the talk. Let's get to them. Jamie Giddens, welcome to Soap Central Live. Hey, what's up, Dan? Not a whole lot. Let me bring in your partner in crime. This is going to be a, a fun sort of little three-person action here. We have Jillian Bow. Jillian, welcome to Soap Central Live. Hey, Dan. I'm so glad that the two of you were able to join me. As I said online and, and to you guys privately, I know that if I want to sort of have fun discussing the, the nominations and really sort of have a no-holds-barred look at what was submitted and who's going to win, you are the two that I need to go to. So I'm so glad that you're able to be here. Well, thank well you, you know, us. when you said partner in crime, I got scared because I thought the low hand was going to be up on here. And I was going to be like, don't blame me. I know how to drive. <laughs> thank you. As long as nobody throws any bottles and tweets pictures of, of broken chins and stuff like that, we'll be fine. Oh, I don't do that. I'm a lady. What are you talking about? 
that, that's any given day at DC, you know. <laughs> you know, Luke be breaking bottles and, and, you know, smashing windows. It ain't no telling what'll go on. But anyway, yes, thanks for having us. Absolutely. Let me, I, before when I was uh, talking about some of the stuff that's going on with the categories, for me, I personally feel that the younger actor and younger actress, with maybe one exception, could go to anybody. I may be completely wrong. Let's, uh, let me start with you, Jamie. Do you think that these categories are as close as what I'm saying, or is there a clear-cut winner? Oh, yeah. I mean, and, and Dan, you've been in the press room uh, for years. You know how... Uh, in the last few years, this is these are categories where the favorite rarely ever wins. So I mean, you know, we've we've all been in there when you're you're thinking it's going to be uh, Lexi Ames' words, and then it turns out to be uh, you know that one chick from All My Children, Brittany Allen, nobody, right? Right, Brittany Allen. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, so it's a situation where you know with these categories. You never know what people are going to do. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, and especially I, I would say with, with younger actor, uh, you've got three that definitely had solid stuff. Uh, I agree. Eddie, Eddie Alderson, Sandler Massey, Chad Duell. Uh, Nathan Parsons' submission was a bit odd to me. But the the, uh, the other three, you know, yeah, I, I think it could easily go either way. And then with younger actress, um, this is you know, Bold and Beautiful has proven to shock in this in these younger categories. I mean, you, you remember a few years ago with uh, Drew Tyler Bell. So yeah. whereas you know, I wouldn't think Jacqueline's material was as strong as as Crystal Khalil's. You just never know with with this kind of stuff. And Jillian, though, I have to say that there was uh, maybe two years or so ago, I was convinced that Crystal Khalil was going to win for uh, Lily's cancer skate when she was dying of cancer. I thought it was the best of the bunch, and it turns out she didn't win. So do you have anybody that you think is a, a favorite in either the younger actor or younger actress categories? Oh, the younger actor, I'm betting on Eddie Alderson. His material was fantastic. It's between him or... Chandler Massey. Chandler Massey had some great stuff. I mean, it's like what Jamie said. I, you know, we will be hedging our bets on them because they had phenomenal material. And then you'll see Nathan Parsons and be like, "What?" <laughs> so you know, this this genre just makes me chuckle with that. And with the younger actress, yeah, I mean, yeah, anybody can win that. Actually, I'm just surprised at the list. I think. Maybe Shelly Henning will get it, but again, it'll be something, it'll probably be something random, like Crystal Khalil again. I mean, she did have good scenes for, um, she did have some good reels for that one, so it could just it's be just, anybody's guess. I think more than, I mean, you mentioned uh, last year where it seemed everybody expected that Lexi Ainsworth was going to win, and for some reason, that wasn't the way that the, the cards were dealt when that happened. I think that for me, the younger actress, I would not be upset after watching the reels. I really wouldn't be upset if any of the four won. In fact, I'm advocating just give all four actresses, younger actresses an Emmy, call it a day, and not even have to worry about anybody being upset that they didn't win. <laughs> but that's just me being diplomatic. Uh, I mean, Stop again, being diplomatic. <laughs> well, I, have to, I, I wasn't going to be diplomatic. For me, of the, the younger actor, Nathan Parsons' reel was, to me, 
the weakest. I didn't really quite understand. It was a little creepy to me. You have somebody squaring off and saying, you know, oh, no, 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 I'm not having an inappropriate relationship with an underage girl. Um, and then <laughs> at the end of the show, or the end of the episode, he's in a bar that's also a casino with the underage girl. It was creepy. I didn't get it. It was a little weird. I mean, I felt Maurice Bernard. I mean, that was supposed to be Nathan's time to shine and I just watching the reels I thought well Maurice owned you honey I, I yeah I just thought that was an odd reel I thought it would have been something powerful but yeah I don't I don't get that with Nathan Jamie since Jillian's opened the door for that are there any other reels that you think were sort of questionable someone who submitted something and you thought well wait a minute that's not what I would have picked for you Nancy Lee Grimes um uh, I, for Outstanding Supporting Actress, she, you know, it, it's basically this, it's a great, you know, hoe-checking scene where she tells Carly off, but, you know, when you're, when you're up against people who have material where their children were killed and their kids have cancer and, and all these other good things, they're going crazy like Melissa Claire Egan did on All My Children, um, and we won't even talk about Jimmy Francis. But, you know, Ooh, I, no. I just, uh, and, and the thing of it is, you know, Nancy didn't really get a meaty storyline last year. So that, you know, it probably was kind of hard to select a reel for her. But I didn't, to me, she's definitely the strongest actress out of this pack. But her, the, you know, it, it's a marriage of material and, and, and chops. And I think she definitely dominates with chops, but I don't, you know, that reel didn't, I don't think, if, you know, if I'm looking at it from a voting standpoint, you know, the the girl that's, you know, having to decide if she's going to let somebody have her organs or, you know, trying to find a donor for her kid uh, to survive is, is going to pull me in more than, you know, two women arguing. Jillian, what about you? I mean, is there anyone... Uh, who maybe received a nomination who you thought, wait a minute, I didn't think they had a strong year. They didn't have strong material. Oh, Dan, J. Crow, we don't have enough time for that, honey. <laughs> but uh, two out of the four GH boys in supporting actor, that was Bradford Anderson when he was doing his, uh, what was it, the uh, Jackal P.I. film noir thing with Maxie at Georgie's grave, and mm -hmm. Jason Thompson. He did a little comedy with around Emma's birthday, and you know Bradford's uh, Dame. Even though Spinelli was being serious in the scene, it was still a funny reel. Do you know what I mean? And you know, comedy and whether it's in daytime or you know at the Oscars, nobody seems to really get the get an award for comedy. Like it's hard. Like when you you know. When you use that as your reel, it doesn't go over well. And the Jackal P.I. thing did not go over well with me. I thought it should have been something else. And with Jason Thompson, he had meaty material. He could have used Lisa just going plum crazy trying to inject that HIV into them. Or when Jake got ran over by Luke and he was just lashing out at everyone, he could have used that. Or finding out that Sonny put a bullet in Robin. He could have used anything, but he just used them talking about Emma sleeping and being goofy with Robin. I just thought, wow, you had 
a plethora of material and you pick this, it was just a head scratcher for me. I have to say that one of the things that I wonder, and I don't know that we're ever going to get a definitive answer to this, but I wonder what do people vote for when they're watching this? Are there people who in years past just voted because it was a familiar name? Are people really watching just the particular episode? I mean, let's let's face it, the three of us and everybody out there listening are able to predict and, and say who has put in what would be considered an Emmy-worthy performance. And we're basing it on an entire year's worth of material. Now, that's not supposed to be something that they consider when they do the voting. It's supposed to be specifically one episode. So that can hurt in the terms if you don't know what's going on before the episode aired, like with the with the Spinelli thing. I mean, you're like, why is this guy talking like he's Humphrey Bogart? I don't get it. But it can also help if you're strictly judging on it. And if somebody, you know, had one good episode and the rest of the year they didn't really have any material, you know, then all of a sudden they could win for for a couple of scenes. So, Jamie, what are people voting for? Or what when you vote, what do in terms of, of predictions, you know, what is it that you're voting on specifically? Well, in years past, I would do what kind of what you said, and I would, you know, that's kind of why I would have the the dramatic reactions when I first started blogging. It would be, oh my God, we know that they were pouring honey on people's butts on the Voting the Beautiful all year. How are they winning? You know, how are they getting nominated? But you know, now that we do, we've kind of figured it out. You know, that it is basically the submission. You know, now I, I do simply look for what was submitted, and and I do I think that that's a bad system. I, I really feel like they need to have a a panel of experts that do follow this genre all year long to kind of guide this process, because you know we're the ones that do know that you know during those years, and you know I love Bold and Beautiful, but most of the year that it's fluff, and then. Um, been two weeks, you know, they do some meaty story every year and they, you know, but that didn't work for them this year. Oh. Um, but, you know, but it's, it happened this year, just not with the Bold and the Beautiful. We get Days of Our Lives out here, you know, with Josh Taylor yelling, <laughs> Don't do that, no. <laughs> you know, and One Life to Live is not nominated for Outstanding Drama Series, you know, because they don't know how to pick a good reel, even though they are. They were pretty much the critical choice for the best soap last year because they can't figure out how to pick a damn submission. We get, you know, the worst executed, <laughs> no-budget um, shootout in the history of soaps on Days of Our Lives that basically was a showcase for Josh Taylor to, to scream in a Texas accent. He's not even Texas. From Texas, you know. Yeah, Mom, Stop it. Taylor. Stop it. Jane and Kim. Bring it back. Everybody get out. You know, I mean, that gets nominated for Outstanding Drama Series with One Life to Live is, you know, Steal the Rodney Dangerfield of the well, drama. That's a good point. I mean, now that you've opened the door for it, Jamie, let's go over to Jillian. You know, there are a lot of soap fans out there who believe that One Life to Live was snubbed at the Emmys this year. Now, we have to keep in mind that, sure, they, they got what, three acting nominations. They didn't get the drama series nomination. Uh, they did get a directing, outstanding directing team nomination. But it isn't just sort of a, a people throwing a dart or a bunch of people sitting conspiring. I mean, a lot of it comes down to 
the selection of episodes, like Jamie said. So, Jillian, is there a conspiracy to snub One Life to Live, or is this just maybe they just didn't submit the right episodes again? I think, I don't think it's a conspiracy. I just think, you know, I've always said this on our podcast that, you know, the One Life boys need to have someone, well, they can't now because they off the air, but they needed to have someone to pick their reels because their reels, you know, they tend to pick stuff that is a little bit over the top and campy that tries to showcase everything. And again, you know, some people, you know, it's the same thing with the Oscars. When you pick like, uh, when you pick comedy, some people just don't get it. They're snobs and they're just like, oh my God, I don't get it. It's comedy. I feel as though they don't pick the reels properly. And, you know, a little part of me, you know, the fan of me is like, yeah, it's a conspiracy. They don't want to give them love because everybody know they better than the rest of those rock-a-mucks on TV. I feel, you know, I really wish they had someone to pick their reels out. I do, too. You know, so there are some actors and actresses who said that they don't pick their own reels anymore and, and haven't. They let someone else, either the executive producer or or someone else pick it for them. And one of the things that I was surprised, I don't have the, the exact stats in front of me. I'll have to, to look while we're talking. But we think of Erica Slezak with her a zillion Emmy wins. And you would assume that, okay, well, she must have been nominated every single year. She wasn't. She actually hasn't been as nominated as many times as I think. And I have to wonder if that's just a case of her saying, I know when I'm going to win and that's when I'm going to submit an episode because her win ratio was like 80%. 80% of the time that she's nominated, she ends up winning, unlike some other folks who are nominated forever and ever and ever and, and, and don't get that win. So, I mean, Jamie, what do you think? I mean, what episode, if you were working at One Life to Live, what would you have submitted as their Outstanding Drama Series submission? Well, I probably would have submitted one of the episodes uh, centered around the tale of the two tides. You know, not the one involving their, anything involving their mama, but, I probably would have submitted the episode where, uh, Todd shows up at the premiere of, of Ford's movie and then you have the, the porno happening and, and Rex there ready to shoot somebody. To me, that was strong for them, you know. I think One Life also, though, is one of those shows. I don't know. It, it's funny because you look back. I really want to go back and try to figure out what Santa Barbara submitted every year because yeah, you, go. you know when they were tearing it up. Uh, Santa Barbara won Outstanding Drama what three years in a row? Thank oh, um, you. know, Santa Barbara was that type of of zany, you know, comedic soap. Yet they managed to to pull the industry in. You know, I think, what, three years running. So I like kind of wonder, I'm like, hmm? Like the Bold and the Beautiful. They won three years in a row, too. But, yeah, you know, but there could be an argument can be made about that. <laughs> I would, look, I, I wouldn't compare Honey Bear. <laughs> yeah. Shame on you, I was strictly from a point of they both won three times in a row. I was yeah, not yeah, meaning to compare yeah, it to Santa Barbara. <laughs> But, you know, I don't know. I mean, and I do think there, you know, and I've heard some people in the industry that just do not feel the same way that we critics feel about One Life, that they think it's stupid and silly and they don't get that, 
you know, that One Life was in on the joke with soap operas. You know, I don't, and maybe that hurts them, you know, because I think I love it. I can speak it for me. I love that, you know, Ron and Frank produce a soap opera that is very self-aware. You know, they, they do the tried and true of soap opera, you know, the baby switches, the evil twins, but they do it with this wink, wink, nudge, nudge that I, I find refreshing as opposed to trying to really believe that someone is trying to sell, you know, so long, Sister Killer. <laughs> you know, they kind of do it with this, you know, this meta, uh, you're in, you're in on the fun type thing. And maybe that, that hurts them with voters. Maybe voters look at that and go, they're not taking this seriously. You know, so I'm going to vote for everybody get out of the days of our lives because they really believe that somebody was shooting at them and, you know, and and they couldn't, the hitman couldn't hit anybody, you know. <laughs> well, Jillian, let me add, I mean, Jamie was saying that, you know, we're sort of in on the joke in, in terms of what One Life to Live is in. That's one of the things that I had sort of an issue with, I guess, with Erica Slazak's submission is that as a fan watching her big 40th anniversary episode that was a tr- tribute to Nikki and Vicky and, and Gene and all of that, as, as a fan, I got it. I understood all of the winks. But when you're someone who is voting strictly on one particular episode who may not be familiar with One Life to Live's history, which I would have to think by now uh, people would be, they may not have gotten the zaniness. They may not have gotten the sort of inside jokes that were going on in her her Emmy reel. So where fans think it's the best thing ever, maybe the voters don't. I mean, is that something that that you can uh, agree with or do you maybe just didn't like the episode at all? I mean, I, the episode to me, if anybody who doesn't watch, who didn't watch One Life to Live, to me, I felt that at her reel, and it was, it, I, I call it an episode because it felt as long as an episode, chow, but I felt as though she was trying to, that One Life and Slayback were trying to convey to people her history just all wrapped up into one to be like, look, if you don't know her history, this is it here, this is what she's dealing with, the way how they just played those beats. I thought it was a good reel. I just felt it was a little bit long. I mean, I yeah, I washed my hair, I cooked, I cleaned, and it was still going on. It was just long. So maybe <laughs> yes, I sat shiva and everything, child. I was like Jesus, you know. It, I I can get why some people are like mm, they're not taking this seriously, but to me, I felt as though the reel was appropriate because Slayzak was showing what her character has endured since she's been on the show. And for those who didn't get One Life to Live or get, you know, Vicky, she just show she just showcased everything right then and there. So I thought it was those, appropriate. Those specialty episodes can can help you or hurt you. It seems yeah. like with, with Y&R, they've helped them in a lot in, in recent years. You know, uh, Christian LeBlanc got nominated with his uh, special episode that and year. And won. Um, yeah, and uh, someone Miller. else did too. But, Billy yeah, Miller. But you, know, you know who didn't, though, is Melody, Melody Thomas, Thomas Scott. Scott. Yeah. She didn't get, you know, it didn't work to her advantage to, to submit her special uh, Neither did, her specialty uh, episode. But I liked Melody's uh, reel. I thought yeah. it was, and they used it for some of the Young the Restless's submissions for all of the other categories, the non-acting categories. So obviously it was good enough for something. Why not for her? 
Yeah. I think a lot of this is and just taking it real deal, holy field, it's some hateration out there. Because let's be real, if you mm-hmm. are the superstar, super diva of your show, you know, there's probably going to be some people out there going, mm-hmm. I ain't going to vote for that trick because <laughs> um, she thinks she all that. Because she is all that, you know. Yes. It, you, I do believe that there's a lot of that. We've heard about it for years. There's a lot of clicky. You know, it's not always about voting for the best because I feel Melody Thomas Scott has graduated to become one of the best actresses, forget actresses, actors on that in that ensemble in the recent years. I mean, she keeps me tuning in. She really does. And anyone who remembers when I started this, when I started Daytime Confidential, Daytime Confidential will know that that has been a change for me because I used to make fun of Melody Thomas Scott. I used yes, to be like, you did. oh, you know, that's Nikki. She come on and she going to cry <laughs> and do her little soft voice, you know, because in the 80s, I didn't, I kind of grouped her in that category with, really popular actresses with big hair that, you know, were always in some kind of peril, but they weren't exactly thespians. But in the last five years, and you know what, and this is a rare thing I'm going to do and praise Maria Arena Bell because I rarely do these days, but I do, I will say that she has written or her team has written material that Melody has been able to really sink her teeth into and or just overcome <laughs> in some instances <laughs> and really turn out the best performances of her career. And you would you would think that there would be the nominations that go along with that, and we don't see. Did we lose Hello? Jamie? Are you still oh. there? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm here. That's okay. I thought we lost you for a moment. But, uh <laughs> I'm looking at the clock, too, as you were talking about that. It uh, makes me think of Victoria Wyndham, I don't think was ever nominated on Another World. Um, look at Jeannie Francis. She, you think of, of her in terms of having oodles and oodles of, of nominations as Laura on General Hospital. She has one Emmy win. But more than that, Beverly I want to talk... McKenzie never won. You know, the greatest actress to ever walk the face of soaps. Uh, she never won if, if I'm... I'm I believe so. Didn't she didn't win, did she? No. I I don't think so. And I'm looking at that uh, while we're talking. But there are some folks who have won and have won many times. One of them, of course, is Tony Geary from General Hospital. He was my pick as the probably the shoe in to win Outstanding Lead Actor. Uh, let's start. Go back to Jillian. Any thoughts on that particular category, or is it just Tony Geary's winning? Move on to another category. I mean, that is Tony's to win. That is all Tony's. His award, I mean, his award, his nom, his reel was so good. It just made me sit down and watch that episode again. It was so good that Jonathan could have used his reel for his own because the scenes were so powerful. And the same for Jonathan's reel. I was really surprised that they didn't have Billy Miller in that category because he carried story. I also felt that Michael Muni should have been in there, but you know, I think it's a situation where some You're people the top dogs over there for the Let the Boys get nominated for right. lead actor. I feel as though I've said this to someone before. I feel as though with Miller and Muni, people feel as though why they gonna be in lead? They ain't been here as long as we, so they get the shaft. And especially since Michael was 
the main one saying, look, we need to reform. I mean, he came right there and did the doggone thing about reforms, and I think, you know, they were like, oh, we're going to reform, all right. And he got shut out of that. But I think that's all Tony's. That is Tony's. I'd be really shocked if someone else got it over Tony Geary. Well, I'm looking. You mentioned, you know, the the sort of the established old guard in terms of nominations. And we look at lead actor Maurice Bernard. Everybody knows he's been around for a while. Anthony Geary. Everybody knows him. He's been on the soaps for a while. John McCook. Same thing. Darnell Williams. Robert S. Woods. Moving to lead actress. Crystal Chappelle. Debbie Morgan. Erica Slezak. I mean, the only ones that you could really sort of argue that are new would be Laura Wright because she just received her first nomination and win last year, and Heather Tom because previous to this year she's always been nominated as supporting and younger. So almost all of the lead category, uh, the nominees, are folks who are, are household names. Is that a good thing or a bad thing, Jamie? Oh, I, I think it's definitely a good thing. I mean, Laura has, you know, this is, you know, she's, New to winning and, and new to being nominated for lead, but you know she has been on every soap since How to Su- Survive a Marriage. You know <laughs> she's been on Loving, and she's been on The Guy in Light, and you know what GH is her third soap. So you know that she's a name in the soap community now. I mean, you know she's got friends that she's worked at, you know, on both coasts. So that that definitely will serve her in good stead. Plus, she's, you know, a damn good actress. Um, Heather Tom, again, you know, amazing actress. Uh, I call this the Alicia Minshew syndrome, whereas Alicia would be in supporting when she carried the show. Uh, Heather is a supporting actress, but she's up for lead. I mean, let's be real. We know that the lead actress on The Most Beautiful is Jacqueline McKinnis Wood, <laughs> and the lead actor is Scott Clifton. You know, John McCook had led nobody nowhere since uh, Bill Clinton was in office on that show. And, you know, I love John McCook, I, you know, and I thought that was a really quiet, great, you know, scene, episode uh, where he and Stephanie, you know, Stephanie didn't want to wear them, them naughty panties he bought for her. <laughs> you know, Stephanie was like, no, I don't want to wear the nasty draws. Um, and, well, you know, he was like, look, I want the mask. But I don't think it was, you know, both the beautiful had some odd submissions sometimes because, I mean, we know that they have been focusing on the youth the last two years. So, you know, I think this is, I think the Bell soaps kind of do the whole, it ain't mattering who leads stories, it's seniority, which, you know, I, I think that hurts the, the nominations. Well, I want to, we're almost out of time here, so Jamie and Jillian, I want to thank you both for dropping by. Jamie, particularly for you, I know that there are things in the scheme of life that are far more important than soaps, so I'm so glad that you were able to take some time out here and uh, our continued thoughts and prayers to you and to your dad. So, again, thank, thank you so much you. for dropping thank by. You. I appreciate we, that. We're gonna, we have about two minutes left. I'm gonna quick bring in our other surprise daytime Emmy, uh, correspondent. We have Haley Pulos. Haley, welcome back to Soap Central Live. Thank you. I'm so sorry about that. It ran a little long on set today. Never apologize for working. We only have about two minutes, so I'm going to give you all the two minutes to say exactly what you're looking forward to on the red carpet. I'm so excited that you're going to be a part of it. I'm looking forward to it. It's all yours. Say whatever you want. <laughs> well, I'm just looking forward to getting to talk to everyone, and I am, of course, looking forward to working with you. Um, I have never done anything like this before, and I'm really nervous, but I am insanely excited. 
no reason to be nervous. It's one of those things that I've learned over the years. You just have to go with it. Whatever happens, you don't know who you're going to talk to. I'm sure we already know you're probably going to have some people who are looking for you on the red carpet to come over and, and chat. But I think it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it because, again, like you said, this will be your first time doing something like this. And that's got to be exciting. Yeah, it's super exciting. What uh, what are some of the things that you're going to look for in terms of what are you going to ask people when they walk down the red carpet? Um, the first question that I'm pretty positive I'm going to ask is um, which episode the actor submitted. Um, I still have to do a bunch of research to figure out all the other questions, but... <laughs> Um, oh, I'm also going to ask who the designers are for the um, the actresses' dresses. All right. Do you know what you're going to be wearing? I don't. Not yet. Uh-oh. You do realize it's only eight days away. Yes. <laughs> okay. I'm just, I'm just making sure. I just wanted you to know since you're prepared. Um, I'm trying to think what else. I think that, you know, for you, for the folks who you know, you're going to be able to ask even better questions because you see these folks almost every day. So I think that'll be kind of fun. It'll be a, it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, it will be a lot of fun. I'm going to let you have the last word on this. What do you think is going to be the most exciting aspect? What are you most looking forward to for the daytime Emmys? Oh boy. Um, I think I am just really looking forward to, Having a lot of wins from General Hospital. Um, ah. <laughs> I I love everyone here. They are seriously the best actors I think I've ever worked with, and they definitely deserve to win. Well, I think that's a wonderful way to put it. We're going to have more with you. We'll be talking, of course, live from the daytime Emmys. Haley will be joining us. We'll have Chriselle, who we've heard in the last half hour. We're all going to be there. We're going to be talking the ins and outs of the daytime Emmys, the red carpet. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, unfortunately, we're out of time, so it'll be, uh, I guess, I'll see you in about a week, Haley. All right. I'll see you then. And for everybody else out there, we will see you next week here, same time, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, for a pre-recorded version of Soap Central Live with more daytime Emmy predictions, and then over the weekend, daytime Emmy weekend, with our coverage. So stay tuned next week for the continuing saga of Soap Central Live. Have a great weekend. Join us next time for the continuing story of all your favorite soaps. Tune in next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of Soap Central Live on the Voice America Variety Channel.